to watch what crap ends a podcast about all that crap on bravo that we just love to talk about i am ben mandelker uh and joining me today recovering from the abuse he suffered by the words of kathy hilton <laughs> it is mr ronnie Karam. hi ronnie how are you uh, hi yes it was abusive and it was in the dark it was in the dark abby <laughs> Welcome everyone. Um, I apo- this I feel like is like going to be our biggest recap of the entire year, and I'm going to have shitty audio because I'm actually in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I'm on a little vacay with my parents, so I am recording from my hotel room, hunched over a tiny little mic. Um, this is also Crappens on Demand, by the way, so you can actually see this beautiful hotel room that I'm sitting in. Um, but anyway, for the people on Crappens on Demand, I think they're going to get the audio the worst. So I'm sorry. But you'll still be able to hear me. It's just I'm going to be quiet. So, but uh, thanks for bearing with me on this one. Um, big Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion recap. Ronnie, how are you feeling? Man, I'm just so happy the season is at an end. I wish I was in Santa Fe. I feel like anybody who covers this show deserves a trip to Santa Fe. I want to go out on a limb with some Shirley MacLaine, hang off a tree, cover <laughs> myself in crystals, have people chant over me. I mean, we need it. Okay. We need I- it. We need the break. We really do. Well, you know, apparently George R. R. Martin lives here, and which makes sense because I went to a restaurant last night and there was a full-on Targaryen there who had long blonde, a guy with long blonde hair, and I heard him saying, "People are always like, you should just have your natural color," and I'm like, "This is my natural color," and they say, "Wait, so you're just like a Norse god?" And I was like, "Oh my goodness." <laughs> Targaryens, they're just as terrible in real life. Well, Santa Fe is the L.A. of New Mexico. <laughs> I feel it. Um, yeah. So anyway, today, Ow, Real House- uh, stupid drawer. <laughs> were you just? Were you just? Were you abused by your drawer in the dark? I was abused by my drawer. I left a drawer <laughs> open. God, I'm just so I'm clumsy. I'm a clumsy person, you know. I leave doors open and then I run into them, and then people are like, "What did Bueller do to you?" I'm like, "It was really a door." I'm just that person. <laughs> I fall all the time. Okay, go ahead. Who cares? Nobody needs this. We're here for Beverly Hills Day, and I'm like do. mad at a drawer. Okay, I kind of do need it, but um, it is Beverly Hills Day. This is Crappens on Demand. Go to Patreon.com/slash/WatchWhatCrappens. And you can watch us do this recap, not just listen. Um, and on normal Mondays, we have talk, take a seat, um, but not this Monday because we're taking Halloween off. That's on Spotify Live normally, so stay tuned for that. Yeah. If you have a lot of feelings about this reunion, just hold on to them for like a week and a half, and then we'll get to them. Um, and that's basically it. Patreon. What I mean, what else to say? This is such a big episode. This is the thing that we've been waiting for for months. Is Kathy Hilton on the reunion? Um, it was. A, I actually a lot of people on the internet. I noticed a lot of people were saying, first of all, this season sucked. It was so dark, and a lot of people were like, "This is such a dark. Re- this is too dark. This is too dark." 
I came to the realization for me, for me personally, okay, that I actually thought it was a really good season. And I thought all the darkness was because of stuff happening outside of the season on social media. So there was that. Um, and I thought this episode of the reunion was like high art. I thought this was some of the campiest content that Bravo has ever put out. I thought it was all amazing. I mean, it was phenomenal. What did you think? Well, I like this season a lot. I think it's a huge improvement on recent seasons. I mean, this show has had a few wonky seasons, and I really like this season personally. So, you know, I don't know. Um, I will say that I've been taking notes all season on my computer screen just because I tend to write down a lot more notes on Beverly Hills. And I've, I don't know, I feel like more typey-ish at my computer screen than I do just like slumming it on the couch. But mm-hmm. last night I was like, this is the end. I'm going to watch this on the big screen, HDTV. Holy mm-hmm. Jesus, what did they do to these women? I mean, listen, if we're all going to transfer into HDTV all the time, you need to prepare the women for it, okay? It looked like I was watching the bottom of a flan fight. It's like a whole fridge full of flans. A fridge full of flans. Wait, wait, you've brought a lot of images all at once. Wait, it's a bottom of the flan, but it's a fridge full of flans too. Well, you know when you turn over the flan, it's like really brown and it's like leaking caramel all over itself, you know, and then it's a pudding, so it can kind of get misshapen. I mean, they just look like angry flans. You know, and Kyle was the leakiest, like someone put too much caramel in her. So she was just leaking the whole time. And I mean, my God, it's like, what are the Slim Jims in a street fight? Come on, help these people out. (laughs) Are you sure your TV does not need some adjustments? Maybe it's that. (laughs) Everything else looks fine. Okay. Okay, It's only this show. It's a lot of tanning. Spray tanning, and you know, they changed the spray tan where it's not as orange now. Now it's like too brown. And then, I mean, Erica, especially Erica, really, Erica, Erica really. I mean, she looked like a she looked like a uh, you want to, you know, what those big turkey legs you can buy at Disney World and you walk around with them. She looked like a fried turkey leg with a honey boo boo wig. I mean, it was just, it was hard to watch. You know, these are all very pretty women. So I'm not coming after their legs. I'm coming after the HD of it all. You know, <laughs> help them out. Give them a Vanderpump filter. Do something. You know what? You're making me very hungry. I'm not going to lie. You, <laughs> me too. You're taking us from flan to turkey legs. I mean, what's next? You're like, they. They reminded me of a delicious corn chowder with smoked Guajillo peppers. I'm like, <laughs> oh, mm. yeah. It's like um, corn syrup fighting with the popsicle, <laughs> a piece of pizza crust. It's a little overdone. I'm so hungry. I'm like, oh. I have a little croissant right here in a bag. I Shut up. Stop saying things like that. <laughs> you know what that does to me whenever you no. say a croissant, then I start obsessing about a fucking croissant. No, because. Um, I had to go downstairs to to the hotel coffee shop to get, I was like, I need coffee. I am so exhausted from the traveling. Like I've, I've landed in Santa Fe and I've done nothing but take notes for Bravo. I've not seen this city at all, but I did go to dinner where I saw the Targaryen. But this morning I was like, I need coffee for this recap. And so I went down there and I got myself a little coffee that they wrapped up in some brown paper. And, um, 
I was just be, I was just gonna try to add this to the mix of do any of them <laughs> that look looks like, like Dorit? Croissant? That looks like Dorit, actually. Dorit. That thing in a bag. Do you see? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I knew that we were in trouble, first of all, because of the talking flaunt. Then <laughs> the coming tonight. On the real life, never It was uh, Erica. How's your sex life? And she's like, I just got some last night. I was like, Oh Jesus Christ! Are they gonna really do this to us in part three? Couldn't you guys have gotten all of Erica's fake sex life out of the way in part one? Okay. No, they always have to start off with some fun and games. And since unfortunately there really weren't any fun and games to be had uh, this season. They just had to find something, you know, so like, ah! and that's actually where it begins. Well, so it begins with, hey, the single ladies of Beverly Hills have a diverse set of needs. Some need a good date. Some just need good D. I'm like, that doesn't sound incredibly diverse. It actually sounds like the same thing, but that's fine. <laughs> but the real thing that I thought was funny, and I I feel like, Ronnie, you picked up on this. Someone, it's a viewer question, and this is the the viewer's name. Barbara Cookstan says, and I thought, <laughs> I was like, please tell me, Ronnie, you heard that. I didn't, but that's amazing. Who? I mean, listen, <laughs> I I would trust a Barbara Cookstan. I mean, who? What Barbara Cookstan is gonna lie about anything? You know, that seems like a very honest Stan. You know, now that's a <laughs> reputable Stan right there. I mean, that is a, such a specific Stan, and um, I love that the Barbara Cook Stan is also watching Beverly Hills. I feel like they would not be watching Beverly Hills, but um, I was like, that that gave me pause. I, I stopped right there. I was like, wait a second. Did you just say Barbara Cook Stan has this question? <laughs> Barbara Cook, the cabaret singer and actress. <laughs> yes, like the great Broadway singer. great. <laughs> Oh my uh, God, Barbara Cook so, Stan! Yeah, have you ever heard anybody trash talk Barbara Cook? No, you yeah. haven't. From <laughs> Rose Music Mary Man. Clooney Stan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, yeah, he's like Big D. Uh, Sutton is Sajit still in the picture? And she's like, we are friends, Andy. He's like, we get a fence. She's like. I don't know about his benefits yet. I'm still living off the benefits of the last husband. Thank you very much. Fucking Sutton, are you fucking him? She's like, how dare you, motherfucker? <laughs> and he's like, and where'd you get that cat sweater? And she's like, that is a cute sweater. Which, by the way, I agree with. And I don't need Kyle to chime in and say, not for a date. Um, Yes, for a date. Of course, it's for... I think it's great. It shows personality. Isn't your husband fucking Dorit? Why don't you be quiet and stop telling people what to wear on dates? Kyle. You haven't been on a date in 26 years, okay? Let's <laughs> sudden wear a cute cat sweater. I thought it was wonderful. I think that shows exactly who she is. And she was comfortable in it. And she felt good in it. And that's all yeah, that matters. Yeah, because it's not only a cat. It's like a misshapen cat. You know, because that's not like, oh, it's a cute cat sweater. It's like the cat's like, it looks like the cat has been, I don't know, backed over. Like it's trash day and the cat was just like by the trash can. You didn't see it. And he dragged the trash can over it. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah, one of those things. <laughs> we, we've all been there. Um, <laughs> Run into the door. Uh, uh, but nobody wants to see Sutton showing up to like, a brewery and like a corset you know what i mean kyle stay in your own lane kyle <laughs> a 
hours. I, I feel like Erica would do that. She's like, hey, I'm here in my car set at the movie. <laughs> so um, Erica so would, yeah. Yeah, Andy's like, Erica, how is your sex life? And she goes, good. Had some last night. Oh, right. Well, yeah, well, uh, Drive From As A Bone wants to know from who I don't believe it. And she's <laughs> like, um... Well, listen, you gotta have a roster, you know, because some are on the bench and some can't play. And I mean, it's nice if someone can stay hard the whole time, all right? (laughs) She's like, I mean, if there ever was like a prepared line for a reunion, that was it, right? Erica's so cringe. I just cringe watching Erica at this point. So uh, Andy's like, well... Some were loving that Erica was letting loose this season, and some were worried that she was losing control. So then we get the Erica segment of her being a disaster. And then Andy's like, when you see the montage of falling down and stuff like that, how does that land with you? Hey, that was a that was kind of like a pun, falling down, <laughs> landing. God, I'm so good at this. <laughs> I deserve a raise. Um... I felt kind of bad for Erica at this part because, you know, Erica is just surrounded by gays telling her what to do to be fabulous. And it's kind of worked for her for years. Like, she's had people writing her lines when she could afford it in, you know, in the diary rooms and stuff like that. And they're like, pull an ab fab. Wouldn't it be hilarious just to watch, you know, Sonia or, you know, Sonia coming through? And she could just be falling. Everyone will mm-hmm. love her. She's going to be just drunk and hilarious this year. And poor Erica tries it, and she has no personality or charisma to pull this off. And it just becomes like, Erica, the sad alcoholic. <laughs> Erica, what do you have to say about being an alcoholic, Erica? No, you're totally right. That I think that's such a good theory that one of her gays told her to be like Sonia. But the thing is that with this cast, they're all kind of humorless. So they're like... I think she has a problem. You're like, mm, if you're going to pull the, the Sonia drunk thing, you have to be on a cast of drunks. And this is not really a cast of drunks. This is You also have of... to have like some kind of sense of humor, you know, mm. which Erica doesn't really naturally have. You, you also have to be fun. Yeah. Misfire. It's um, a misfire. Your just... drunken season was a misfire, ma'am. So yeah, Andy's like, yeah, how does that sit with you falling and landing? How do you chair about that? Okay, you know what? I'm officially trying to go too far with this. Okay, I admit it. <laughs> Take it over, Erica. And Erica is like, well, it's almost like, who's there? But then, after the previous year, I had, hey, I was numb and pine. And I was very open. I saw a psychiatrist that one time for five minutes on Zoom. So, <laughs> there was that. It's a very long journey for me, Andy. <laughs> Well, when did you start? Hey, Garcelle, when did you start to become concerned for Erica? So she's like, well, it wasn't until my party and the incident with my son that I became concerned. And then I didn't even realize how bad it was until I watched it back on TV. And then Garcelle's like, I have a question. Why him out of everyone at the party? Like, why would you say that to him and not to a grown up and not to PK and not to Mo? And Erica's like, well. Jax was not singled out. He was only the only one I talked to like that. Different from being singled out, okay? And it could have been anybody. (laughs) It was just me being drunk and stupid, hilarious, and iconic. It wasn't anger. It didn't come from a bad place. It was just me yelling and cursing at a (laughs) 14-year-old. That's all. I was yelling! 
villain and cursing at your child in the fun way. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. And Garcelle's like, okay, well, Dorit, you didn't even say anything to her, and you were right there. And she's like, actually, I did. I said, do you do any home improvement? Because that was some golden comedy, Dim Allen. That was good. It was good. Well, you good said work. he's just picking up flowers for his mama. What was that? <laughs> and Andy's like, well, Kyle, you and Dorit laughed about it. It was it was so unsettling to watch. And I'll tell you, the only thing harder to watch was making the decision that we should broadcast this to all of America. That was very mm. difficult for us. But, yeah, it was so unsettling. So then we see the clip of Kyle like, did you hear when she cursed out the kid, that was hilarious. I mean, it's not hilarious, but it is. And Marie's going, I think it's great that she did that. Ha, 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 And then we come back and... <laughs> so Carl's... bad. So, well, the, I mean, the thing is this. I can imagine... It just looks so much worse now, even. Mauricio usually comes off as just so calm and like, yeah, who cares? He's like, I loved it. <laughs> I mean, let's not act... Like, if, if someone told us, oh, did you hear, um, like, <laughs> Mary Lou Henner got wasted and, <laughs> and cursed off a 13-year-old at a Cinnabon, we would be cracking up. Let's not act like we wouldn't be cracking up. But the difference is we're cracking up not that a 13-year-old kid got yelled at. We're cracking up because it's so deeply out of character for Mary Lou Henner. But the difference is that this situation's like... It's not like some removed random piece of gossip. It's like within the friend circle. It's like, you know the kid, you know the adults, you know Erica, you know the entire context. It's kind of... It's also out of character, like you said, for Mary Lou Henner. It's not really out of character for Erica. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, uh, like, it's believable. Do you really think it's out of character for Mary Lou Henner, though? Do you? (laughs) I don't know, you know. a taxi bitch. Yeah, I saw her in Chicago and Las Vegas, and um, so I looked her up because I was like, what? why you know and so i googled her and um she was like and you know what else no dairy ever changed my life and yeah like every time i pulled up a link of mary lou henner she was like going on about dairy and i and poop. you know i think you're right she would tell the child to fuck themselves you know she pre- she, she's she a would. robber of joy <laughs> mary, listen you guys came here for beverly hills recap but you're what you're getting is some truth Okay, we have revealed Mary Lou Henner. Listen, she had that book that she came out with in 98 that was all about, like, if your poop floats, you're doing it right. But if your poop sinks, you're not eating the right things. I remember that. I remember it was like, yeah, I I remember everybody talked about their poop and Oprah had a poop episode and everyone was like, oh, my God, I'm so poop obsessed. You know what? Fuck off. It's like poop privilege. Some of us, our poop won't float. That's just how it is. Okay, I've had sinkers ever since then, and I haven't had one day that I haven't felt like shit about myself. South. Sorry for the bad pun. Hate you, Mary Lee Renner. Go yell at some child somewhere else. I've had enough of you. Okay. You shouldn't be eating at a Cinnabon anyway if you're concerned about your poop, okay? Exactly. Get the fuck out of here, Mary Lee Renner. God, I hate her. <laughs> we really got to the bottom of that. So Kyle's like, well, I, like Garcelle, never saw that scene in person. So when I saw the episode, I was mortified my husband of 26 years very stable marriage was mortified michael myers was mortified he said he's not gonna do halloween anymore because he's realized (laughs) he's doing terrible things to children it's just we're all mortified 
And Garcelle's like, okay, but what was funny about it in the first place? Like, how was yeah. it told to you that it was so hilarious, you know? And uh, Kyle's like, nope, I don't know what was funny about it. I really don't. She's like, well, had I done that to you, it would be totally different. Mm-hmm. And you know it, which is true. very true. I mean, we'd still be we'd be hearing about it for five years. Can you believe Garcelle told Portia to go fuck herself because she <laughs> liked Mary Lou Anner? Commercials. Here comes one right now. So the, just like so Kyle's like she goes, No, no, no. I felt terrible. We both felt terrible. And anyone who knows me knows that being a mom tacky, you're tacky, narcissist, cry all the time. No, um, ten faces. Well, maybe first is act no, first is Jamie Lee Curtis's friend, second is actress, (laughs) third is mom. Roller skated with the uh, cast of Facts of Life. So (laughs) better than all of them. Yeah, it's just yeah. Uh, so, So everyone knows I'm a mom first. She goes, Well, I know, but that's my kid as opposed to your kid so we're not really talking about you being a mother first kyle and so dorit then dorit really lays it on she's like oh she's been sitting like this the whole time with her hands like outstretched over her chest going oh but it hasn't been her turn to talk yet so finally she gets to like make this make sense and she's like first of all i was taking a beak you know garcia I was shocked when she said that. I was disgusted. I felt like someone had stabbed me in the stomach when I heard that. I felt so sick. Oh, really? Yes. Someone really stabbed convenient. you in the stomach, Dorit? <laughs> so Garcelle goes, oh, did you have an out-of-body experience? What happened? And she's like, well, guys, I told Erica that night. We went out to dinner afterwards, and I told her, I said, Erica... What the fuck are you doing? Although the actual words I used were, Erica, I love this dress. So I think it was probably conveyed. (laughs) And I think I said, I'm disgusted with her. Was that after I said, do you like Branzino? I love Branzino. (laughs) And then, you know, at dinner, I said, what in the world are you doing? Not putting hollandaise on your French fries. It's a tiny little thing that can make a huge difference. And after we finished dancing and I took Erica down from my shoulders and we had wiped the last tears away, I said, why, Erica? Why? (laughs) I said, Erica, whatever, whatever this is inside you, you've got to go, gee, this has to be killed. You must murder it, kill its body and then remove it and put it outside. Or maybe I said I'd like a Belvedere carcass out. (laughs) <laughs> One of those things. Sort of similar concepts. And Garcelle's like, okay, well, Erica was wrong. And Erica's like, well, I said I was wrong. So, oh, and shrugs. And then Andy's like, well, Erica, you, oh, no. He says, he says Did you- so what was your reaction from the apology, Garcelle? Like, is the apology complete? Are you happy with the reaction? And she's like, well, I don't know if it feels complete. Because in this group, someone just apologizes so fast. And then... They're like, whatever, I'm sorry. And then you look crazy for freaking out at them. So, I mean, I guess I accept it. (laughs) It would be nice if people would stop apologizing so quickly so I could have a moment of true anger without looking like a fucking idiot. Thanks. Garcelle, I'm really sorry that that we do that to you. (laughs) And Erica shrugs and does the, like, eye roll down. 
which mm-hmm. I think is funny because that's so Erica. It's like she's too cool to eye roll up. She eye rolls down. She's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> so Andy's like, well, Erica, you were recently cleared in what seemed like a pretty significant lawsuit. Your parking infraction was thrown out by the city of Van Nuys. Congratulations. You finally got a victory. She's like, you want me to pull up an outside and read them to you? Dear TMZ. I mean, sorry, wrong page. Um, so <laughs> supposedly she's going to start, whatever, she's not really let off. She's let off from the um, knowing, like they can't prove that she knew anything, but her business is still very much in that lawsuit, people. And I, why didn't they bring up the with? This was uh this was dismissed without prejudice. Yeah. Without prejudice. I think you know the thing is this was this was filmed before that stuff aired and I think that they probably just didn't realize that by when Erica was bragging about it being dismissed without prejudice what that really meant and then you know because you then release it to the masses and we have many lawyers and legal experts in the audience and i'm not saying that sarcastically it's true then it like all comes to the fore so i'm sh- i actually well, and say crystal because crystal got it she was like uh that's oh, not what that means <laughs> oh yeah you're right okay i take it back guys thank you ronnie for reminding me of things that were in the actual shows that we watched i don't know really until i read comments later and i'm like oh my god that happened it could have happened five minutes ago i won't remember i'm gonna say the reason why andy did not push hard on that is he probably did not just want to get back into the quagmire of talking about all the legal shit going on with erica because it's just getting exhausting at this point. It's like, you know, the way she and, and the thing is that he he gets into it with her anyway later. So he's yeah. like, I'm gonna save, I'm gonna save up for it for like in like two minutes. Yeah, but yeah, I'm. But you're right though. I would have liked to have seen her grilled a little bit about <laughs> the extreme joy she had about being dismissed without prejudice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, that was significant, Erica. What was your reaction to that? And she's, uh, like, well, Sut- uh, Sutton was the first one to text me and say, congratulations, I'm not going to jail on this one. You'll probably go on the next one, you dumb bitch. And I appreciated that. I appreciate it. And so it's like, and I meant it. I know, Sutton. That's why I'm giving you public credit for it. <laughs> I really meant it. Good for you. Good for, can I get a slow Chucky clap? <laughs> Sutton was on well, Chucky last night. Did you watch it? I did not watch Chucky last night. How was I it? I didn't either. No, I didn't either. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Okay. Tell so me how that glad is. we had that talk. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I mean, I kind of felt like I watched Chucky because I did watch this reunion. It was kind of like flan Chucky. So just put a little tiny knife in Erica's hand and watch her go. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, look, this this show is basically one degree away from Chucky because Sutton is friends with what's her face? Jennifer. Hey, so Judge from Wapner says in May of this year, Tom was disbarred and ordered by the California Supreme Court to pay $10 million in interest for funds stolen from some of his clients. Can you really sit there, Erica, and say there may be no victims? And she's this is when you know she's very serious because she articulates the T's. She goes, I do not share in that responsibility. That's not yeah. Yeah, no responsibility for that. They are not mine. 
I share no responsibility in that. <laughs> and he's like, well, I think that that really triggers some of the women here, Erica. And Garcelle's like, mm. You know, she does that nod like, mm, mm-hmm. good, good point, Andy. And then we see the clips of Crystal saying, um, there's a dead people that money was stolen from. And Erica's saying, I don't give a fuck about anyone else but me. And she's like, you know, it doesn't matter if it triggers them or not. I'm in a very sticky legal fight. And that's not just because I'm a big bowl of flan. Yeah, my flan served in a bowl. <laughs> it's not on a plate. I'm my flan do- brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> my flan shake. Uh, listen, I'm going to do what I need to do. And a judge just ruled in my favor. So I'm basically exonerated, baby. He's like, well, that's not the only case, Erica. She's like, oh, there's so many cases, Andy, so many. He's like, uh, well, I mean, that Tom misappropriated funds, allegedly. She's like, right. So when the women say that you're not expressing empathy, that's on them. That's their opinion. I don't give a fuck what they think. (laughs) So Dorit is like, gee, well, okay, it's about... Delivery, not DiGiorno. When you say I don't give <laughs> I a fuck the about... the exact same thing. We are, we are made for each other. It's the delivery, not the DiGiorno, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. It's just over. Mary Lou Henner, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we quit. It's officially time to quit. Thank you, Beverly Hills. All right, Ben, go so, ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> DiGiorno. DiGiorno out. So, uh... <laughs> when you say I don't give a fuck about anyone but myself, and Eric goes, okay, Dorit, here, let me give you an analogy that is totally appropriate for this situation. Let's say the plane is going down, and there's potential oh, victims. God, oh, God. <laughs> a plane analogy? Really, Girl. Erica? Girl. Well, but when you say I don't give a fuck about anyone but myself, you sound like PK standing over an almost empty bag of Wonder Bread when on <laughs> one of the diverse nannies has to make lunches for the children. Four people live in this home, PK, and three of them eat carbs. I'm sorry, I forgot what we were talking about. Back to the plane, bitch. It's on fire. Children are dying. They tell you, Erica, put on your mask first so you can save yourself. And so I'm going to save myself before I save anyone else. Like, she gives this crazy, angry answer to that. On a plane, with a mask. Of ch- I mean, what the fuck, Erica? I'm still laughing at you saying the diverse nannies. <laughs> well, that's great, you know? We have a very, very inclusive DEI program in this household. Of course, that stands for Doritos, Entenmann's... <laughs> And <laughs> icicles. <laughs> I can't believe Doree got away with that that season. When she's know. like, I know plenty of diverse people. They work for me. It's like, oh, <laughs> God. My children are being raised by many diverse nannies. Anyway, but yes, the plane analogy. I don't want to call them witches, but they mostly carry brooms. Not gonna lie. It's like Dorit. Oh my god. It's just, I guess this show really just has such a treasure trove of tone-deaf moments to choose from. But let's focus. <laughs> it really does. It really does, man. Like, you're picking and choosing every season. Like, what should be, what am I gonna focus, what offensive shit am I gonna actually focus on this season, you know? 
so um so anyway so yeah erica uses a a a a plane crash thing and she's like i have to help myself before i help others and then dorit's like see even that gee that's a lot better than what you said that night i'm like well not really i mean it's like yes i mean she could have just said i have to help myself first but she's still the way she begrudgingly churned out that metaphor as tone deaf as it was, or not just like, like not the right metaphor, but as tone deaf as it was, she turns it out so reluctantly and with so much resentment, like, ugh, that I have to explain this. I'm like, don't you understand? This is the problem. Don't you understand that, like, on a certain level, maybe you're being dragged into so many of these legal fights that you're complaining about because people are seeing you as someone who is completely um, entitled to all these things yeah. and and pushing back about this whole process. And don't you think that maybe if you showed empathy that maybe there wouldn't be such an aggressive legal um, uh, campaign attack on you? <laughs> well, also, she's, she's very bitter when she says the analogy. And not only is it the wrong analogy, like you said, it's completely wrong. It doesn't make sense because she's putting herself in the same um category is the victim she's also putting herself as a plane crash victim whereas when the plane is going down you help yourself no that's not the point they were victims that you came once the plane was crashed and took all of their shit off of their dead bodies do you understand that and you're still fighting to wear that shit all through the streets and brag about it like you did something to earn it and you didn't scalp it off a bunch of fucking dead poor people erica so don't put yourself on the plane reaching for a mask okay you waited for that plane to crash and then you went and you cut all the masks (laughs) in case you could sell them later i i think it's just more like even if she's legally entitled to those earrings because they're a gift it's just her inability to see why it's a bad look and see how if she, as someone who wants to have a career in the public eye, how she has to, you know, understand how she's being perceived because, you know, that's that's the name of the game. And so she's she's trying she just has she's just trying to be this badass thing and like she just this She's just not savvy enough. This is why she's not making it as a pop star for many other reasons, but yeah. she's not savvy enough to navigate this situation in her life. I mean, we see so many losers who face similar like foot and mouth moments, terrible scandal, who rebound because they're people who say, hey, by the way, right now you need to go here and be, you know, humble and likable. And then the audience is like, oh, my God, comeback story. And she just is like unwilling to, to, to even do the simplest things. Yeah, anyway. the only thing she cares about being seen as is rich. Even when she was trying to be a singer and all of that, all she cared, she didn't care about looking like a good singer. <laughs> like she just cared about looking rich. You know, all her songs were about being rich. She bragged about how her husband paid for her career and how he paid for the plane, how he paid for everything. And even when she is going down in flames, sorry, another pun, another plane pun but even when she's going down in flames all she cares about is looking rich and holding on to the shit no matter how she got it she's a sick cookie that one 
So Andy's like, okay, well, I was struck by you telling your therapist that you were at risk of becoming hateful and mean. And she's like, oh, mean and more hateful, I guess I'm man. And he's like, well, yeah, I was going to say, haven't you already crossed that threshold? I mean, she kind of <laughs> stole my thunder on that one. But see, I did do something tonight. I did do something tonight. She's like, well, I didn't have to watch this show to know my behavior was bad. I'm like, see, mm, yeah. So then Andy's like, well, is Erica her own worst enemy when it comes to her defense? And Kyle's like, absolutely. As someone who understands defending themselves because they've had to run from a serial killer for 30 to 40 years, <laughs> I can really be, I can really speak on this. And, you know, in Aspen, I thought she would wake up and be like, what the hell did I say? I mean, that's why I got so upset, Erica. It was Fedora Day and you were ruining it. <laughs> uh you know, uh, Erica's like, Kyle, we've been friends for a long time, and I need you to be more neutral. More neutral? She may look like a toasted pecan facially, but inside she's the color of her Band-Aid dress. Like, there's nothing more neutral than fucking Kyle Richards, okay? <laughs> she's the beigest thing walking on the planet, personality-wise. She's like, I was trying to be neutral, but I could no longer do that with the way you were speaking. And Erica's like, Kyle... I'm just speaking the truth. There's only so much I can take. And when you're saying there's dead bodies, that's a normal reaction, Erica. I mean, again, dead bodies, kind of a trigger for me. The set of Halloween, bangs, new nose. So many C-level actors I'll never work with again because they're dead. <laughs> and uh, I just loved how Erica said it because she goes, and then when you're over there going, they're dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just some petty <laughs> grievance, like some like some 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 strange thing that Kyle brought up. Where dead bodies? And um, Kyle's like, Erica, it is you know a normal reaction. She goes, Nope, I'm sorry. She goes, You're out of control, Erica. She goes, I was not out of control. I was angry. Now, forget that I said that in this next segment when we go after Kathy Hilton for being angry. And it's yeah. the worst thing that's ever happened. Even though I'm talking about dead children and victims of plane crashes that I'm still wearing clothes off of. And Kathy Hilton possibly said something in the club over it. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. All oh, the dead bodies. So Andy's like, so when he watched it back, did you see that she was trying to help you? And I goes, no. And Kyle goes, <laughs> Kyle's like, do you realize the heat we have? Do you realize the heat that we have taken trying to defend you? Okay, everyone, hurts me. This hurts me the most. <laughs> no, Kyle. And all of this Tom Girardi defrauding, lying, and stealing from poor victims. Kyle is a real victim here. Don't don't anybody forget that. You know, and be so Eric, believe it or not, I actually I, I I can give a shred of empathy to Kyle because basically she's like, okay, we we stood up for you even though you're fucking wrong in this situation, but we stood up for you because that's how we roll, and we everyone hates us now. Like everyone hates us, and you don't even seem to be like, hey, thanks uh, for taking one on the chin for us. So I actually I'm not I don't you know I think that Kyle. You know, I think that she wants maybe more of an apology than she deserves, but I think she, I think there's, there's actually a shred of truth to what she's saying. 
she doesn't she does she sticks up for her for her own gain to use her as a weapon against other people and she only slightly stays on her side and then spends the rest of the time but what about the victims but what about the victims blah, 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 blah. Well, and that's why constantly it's only putting her on the spot about it so like if you're and i'm not sticking up for erica but if you are sticking up for erica kyle kyle doesn't do it right i'll just well, say that that's why i'm just only like, giving her a shred i'm not giving her a full a full full-throated like yeah erica you should give more credit to kyle because kyle's support also by the way she can just stop supporting erica too <laughs> you know I ain't giving like, kyle's her shit. choice i'm, I'm not just giving her a little kyle shred shit. Just giving her a little, a little, just a little nope. noodle. Enjoy little, your shred. You get nothing from me, ma'am. I'm giving her a little shave of Parmesan off of the wheel with the pasta in it. <laughs> it always starts with the shred. And then the waiter's like, so where's the wheel? Commercials. Here comes one right now. So Erica's like, well, listen, I can't get attacked by this group over and over and over. And she's like, I was trying to help you. She goes, well, okay, Kyle, I understand that. But that is not the way it sounded. Kyle was not trying to help Erica. Kyle was trying to uh, be able to say to the audience, look, I'm not I'm not just blindly loyal to her. That's what she was doing there. She was signaling to the audience. So Dorit's like, Erica, gee. What, what are you afraid of by showing some empathy and waiting for the process? It's like what I tell PK every time he has a tantrum while he's waiting for the hot pocket to heat up in the microwave. Can't you wait for the process? Can't you be empathetic right now? I have shown empathy when I said I didn't know if there were any victims or when I said there's a bunch of lying people trying to get my money. And um, <laughs> Andy, like, Andy goes, it's not landing. And I was like, you too? Another many, airplane? Can someone make another airplane <laughs> reference, please? <laughs> this was this was great. He's like, and she's like, what? Because it's not landing, the empathy. And she goes, you know what is landing? Ruthlessly being persecuted. <laughs> I cannot sit here. I cannot sit here and be berated over and over for two years. Maybe the Dalai Lama can, but Erica cannot. And I was like, she is ridiculous, but also this is hilarious. This is amazing. This is when I was like, oh, this this episode is pure camp right here. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't understand what it's not landing means. A, she has not been persecuted. B, and then bringing the Dalai Lama into it? Girl. <laughs> wow. So then Andy's like, okay, well, let's talk about the earrings. Why are you so intent to keep the earrings? Financial reasons? No, Angie. <laughs> she goes i do not have them and he goes well were you wearing them in colorado and she goes yes because i was ordered to turn them over afterwards and he goes and you're trying to get them back and she goes we're on appeal for legal reasons i'm like well what what other reason would you be on appeal for <laughs> for fashion for high fashion yeah. we're on appeal for high fashion <laughs> we're on appeal for pizza reasons <laughs> <laughs> we're on appeal for orangutans <laughs> we're on appeal for swim lesson reasons andy okay and she's doing that thing where she picks up her phone and starts like swiping it like ramona being cornered you know <laughs> yeah. and so he's like so that means that you're in court trying to get them back she's we're on appeal for carnival reasons andy carnival reasons andy <laughs> 
And then Riva, Rinna, this this entire time, Rinna keeps swiveling her, her head back and forth. Because, like, when Andy would say some something, Rinna would swivel over be like, oh. and then Erica would say, it feels for legal reasons. And then Rinna would slowly wind back and sort of shrug, like, well, that makes sense to me. That's pretty, it's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. She's like a family feud family member, you know, at the back of the pack when the head of the head of the table has to give an answer to Steve Harvey to steal the bonus, you know? My favorite so, Rena move this entire well until Kathy came out because then Erica and Rena were both hilarious. You know they're both like the hyenas in The Lion King. You're welcome, Crystal. Um, <laughs> but my favorite Rena move this whole reunion, and she just kept doing it over and over. When every time she doesn't agree with something, she goes, "Huh?" I know. <laughs> like looking at the thought bubble over her head. She's like a video game character. <laughs> Of like in in the tutorial where it's like go to the room on the right and you go to the room on the left huh not quite <gasps> try again try again <laughs> so um so and so Andy's like um she's like so uh so you, that means you're uh you saying this appeal thing that means you're in court trying to get them back and she's like we're on appeal for legal reasons. <laughs> He's like, okay, so we're saying the same thing. She goes, we're not, but we are. Okay, so the same thing. We is, but we isn't. <laughs> we're on appeal. He goes, okay. We're so, on appeal. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the Grinch who fucked Christmas for a fur coat says, I would fight for the earrings too. Erica put in the work of being married to Tom. She deserves her baubles. Ladies, who would keep those earrings? And no one raises their hand. And he goes, you wouldn't, Dorit? Which I think is the best question ever. Because, of course, every, you know everybody in that room immediately looked to Dorit, right? right? Because the Bellagio is like two seconds from coming in and snatching everything off of her body at this point. Yeah. She's like, well, I wouldn't want anything to do with it. And so Eric, and then he's like, well, hey, how often do you speak to Tom? We're on appeal. For legal reasons. We've moved on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I spoke to him last week. It's all very much like, hi, how you doing? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, dementia. He just kept telling me to go to my room. And Erica's like, but you know, someone recently asked me, why are you still speaking to Tom? And I'm like, humanity. <laughs> right. Humanity. Oh, oh, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's Erica showing her empathy, I guess. Humanity. Yeah. That's why I do it. Humanity. Oh because so then, she's <laughs> still getting funded from somewhere. Gee, I wonder where that could be. Uh, so Erica's, uh, so Andy says, I'm thinking of someone else who lost it all because of her husband. How Am I like supposed Teresa? to guess who the fuck that is? Yeah. <laughs> Teresa Judice? No. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, uh, Jennifer Lopez in that movie? No, not enough. <laughs> Ruth Madoff! Do you ever think about Ruth Madoff here? I'm like, Ruth Madoff? Where would that come from? <laughs> that, I was like, I don't think she even knows who Ruth Madoff is. The fact that that was... Uh, that question, who wrote that question? I'm thinking <laughs> what a about stupid Ruth question. Madoff. What do you think about Ruth Madoff? <laughs> Erica's like, Erica's like uh, uh, I don't think about Ruth. No, I don't. 
So then um, he asked her, do you miss your old life? And she's like, oh, Andy, you never heard me whine. I have a job. I'm working it out. It's going to be fine. The house can come and go. The shit can come and go. But I'm fighting for myself, the non-whiner, non-victim Erica Girardi, <laughs> who had it taken all away from me like Booth paid off. <laughs> and he's like, all right. We're going to leave it there for legal reasons. No, no, not for legal reasons. <laughs> for roller skating reasons. No, Erica, not for roller skating reasons. For canasta reasons, Andy. No, such a not bo- late burrito bowl reasons. <laughs> they so natural, you know, Andy. Could you hand me that Kleenex? <laughs> so now there's, yeah, now there's a break time. And there's like awkward silence and everyone's sitting around. Nerica wants a tissue. She's wiping her tears. And Dorit's like, is it time for a break now? I'm like, <laughs> I think so. I think that the we'll leave it here and go on break is, is the signal. Yeah. So, so then Kathy comes up and she's getting dressed in the back. And um, they're trying to decide which dress. And she's one of her gays is like, oh, my God, you look like Barbie. What's that called? Barbie chic. And she's like, you know, Paris started that years ago. I would give her Barbie parties every year until she turned 35. Wish me luck. And I was like, God, I should hate her. I should really hate her. That sentence really encapsulates why Kathy Hilton should be going down in flames right now. I mean, we all, I mean, Kathy Hilton should be, there's 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 a lot of people, but there's a very divisive issue. There are a lot of people. I would say the majority of, of viewers are Team Kathy, but there's definitely a uh, a group of people who are very much on Rinna and Erica's side, which, by the way, God bless. There's room for all of us. That's the fun of this. Let's take our sides. Okay. And they are Without all like, robots, we wouldn't have microwaves. That's right. And they're we all like- We welcome you at this table, bots. But they're all like, Kathy Hilton is like a monster. She goes to Mar-a-Lago, blah, 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 what she did, yada, 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 yada. And my response is, I think that just goes to show how much Erica and Rinna have messed up this season. That yeah, we all kind agreed. of know that. I mean, look at her dress. She looks like <laughs> she looks like she's about to have tea with Ivanka. Look at her. And yet we are still on Kathy's <laughs> side, okay? <laughs> like, that just shows, that to me shows how much Erica and Rinna have been just messing up. Yeah, they suck. So she comes out, and, R- and Rinna and Erica are just so villainous. It's so funny. Erica looks at her and then does her phone swipe thing all bitchily, and then Rinna's just, like, licking her lips, squinting her eyes, like... <clears throat> Rinna's doing a weird um, lower jaw movement. She's moving her chin left and right. She's like... She's like she's chewing ice that's not there. That's like her yeah. that's her like prep move, you know. And Andy, to make it even worse for her, goes, Majesty, sit here. <laughs> he, he totally kisses her ass. He's like, Well, hello there, Kathy. Hi. Look at this. Welcome. How are you? Have a seat. Wow. So she goes, Well, hi, girls. And Rena and Erica both go, Hi. <laughs> At the same time. Joining us now, Kathy Hilton. You didn't wear your hotel slippers. And she's like, "Well, they're they're in the dressing room." So you schlonked through an airport wearing slippers? And she's like, "Well, my feet were hurting, so I wanted the slippers, which actually have 
No support. He goes, okay, well, Big Mac from McDLT, a quarter pounder with some cheese, filet of fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a Happy Meal, wants to know if you figured out how to DM Rick on IG yet. <laughs> Fucking Kathy. In that Aspen trip, writing on Instagram, come get me help. <laughs> They're like, uh, Kathy, this is a comment section on Instagram. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, wouldn't the best way be just to text him? She's like, no, I did text him. And Kyle's like, that was the comment section, Kathy. She thinks texting and comments are the same thing. (laughs) And we see a headline that says, Kathy Hilton begs husband Rick to help her. And now deleted IG photo. And Kyle's like, she thinks texting and the comment section are the same thing, Abby. Okay. And she goes, well, and then I did what Lisa Rinna does, and I took it down 20 minutes later. I was like, wow. Well done, <laughs> Kathy. She and came Rinna's in like, ready. <laughs> Rinna's grabbing her <laughs> So Andy's like, well, after Kathy's avalanche of a meltdown in Aspen, Lisa and Erica refused to let it bury them kind of a stretch huh even if it strained their relationship with kyle and damaged kyle and kathy's relationships let's take a look at this horrific moment for kathy and kyle yeah so we see their whole thing um coming in and out and rinna saying oh and it gets worse the most vile stuff came out of this human being about her very own sister she said i will destroy kyle and her family and real estate and canaries if it's the last thing i ever do (laughs) and like while the while this package is airing kyle's doing like deep breaths she's And then Kathy is uh, Kathy's just staring at Rinna and saying, "You wanna, you wanna swear your life on a Bible? You wanna swear in your life on a Bible?" <laughs> and Kathy, and, you know, Kathy's in the bottom corner, her video, and she's just going like this to Rinna. <laughs> really, really, Rinna. And so really, exactly that like, mom thing. We're like, I will show all five of my chins, ma'am. You were grounded. <laughs> yes, she was. She was doing that, and Sutton was acting like an extra. In um in like a suspense movie, like an extra at like a bank robbery scene, because she's just oh, oh, her, her, her head. Sutton looks right. terrified, <laughs> and she also looks shocked because the rumor is that old queen in a bar told us that the cast didn't get the final three or four weeks of this, so no one has seen this yet, right? In the cast, right. so they're all seeing this stuff for the first time, and Sutton's like, "Whoa, this is good TV." <laughs> yeah, so Andy. <laughs> This is this is so big that it's not even something that can be unpacked. Andy goes, lots to digest. Lots yeah. to digest. I'm like, wow. We've got to unpack it. We've got to throw the ice packs that it was delivered in away in recycling. Still don't know how they do that. Then we've got to prepare it quickly, and then we've got to digest it. That's <laughs> I'm like, are you just talking about a fresh and easy box at this point? <laughs> Let's well, start with the tequila. Vanderpump Rosé from Rules and Rinna Wine Tastes Like Pee Pee says, Riddle me this. Why can't Kathy promote her tequila when Rinna talks nonstop about her Alibaba projects and Dorit slaps her name on low-tier family restaurants and glue-gunned wedding dresses and Erica's screeching and Asher's... It's like, okay, just stop. This is very <laughs> offensive, sir. <laughs> so Kathy goes, Listen... 
I did not know that there was other footage of me with my tequila. I didn't know that when I brought in the Rockettes and made them all hold bottles of my tequila and do a kick line in the middle of Diana's party, that that was going to be on TV. I had no idea. So I thought, hey, why don't I do this scene right now? Because it looks like the cameras are here. You know, I finally get it on TV. Yeah, I said, Julio Iglesias, get down off that elephant. They don't even have you on camera. Put down the tequila. We'll try it another time. No idea. So Andy's like, so you wanted to hear tequila on the show? No big deal. And she goes, exactly. So when it came to going to Kamasabis, and Kyle goes, Kimosabis. <laughs> Karamo Stabi. Kimosabi, Kathy. Quinoa Bobby. Kathy. Well, anyway, uh, we're leaving to go up, and I'm thinking in my mind, Kyle is so sweet. You know, she's having them do a little tasting there because four bottles were there, and I just thought Kyle was doing that for me. Okay, so let me ask you this. When you hear Rita ordering the Kendall Jenner tequila, did that piss you off? That was good. That was good. Especially when Kendall Jenner posted, who's Lisa Rinna on her Instagram? That was that was some funny shit right there. That was good. So Kathy's like, I'm not going to use this minor battle about the tequila to like potentially lose my credibility before we get to the big one. So she's like, I'm just going to fake this. So she's like, oh, I wasn't mad at her. I was angry that Kyle, well, because I put it in my head and I shouldn't have put it in my head. It's my own fault because I always get disappointed. And Andy's like, you were mad at Kyle? And she's like, no, no, I was mad at myself. I was embarrassed at myself because I thought, I thought, surely... My little loving doting sister was going to arrange for me to promote my tequila. And of course, I should have known yeah. never to expect things out of Kyle. My Pretty fault. Much. My fault. I'm just disappointed in myself for believing in Kyle. You know, <laughs> it's like still putting your tooth under the pillow and then it's still there the next morning, Andy. It's basically my life. And Kyle's like, oh my God, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> Get mad at her because she ordered a different tequila. <laughs> Kyle's like yes. doing that Jen Shaw thing where she starts poking her eyes with the tissue to like to cry more. Uh, and, by the way, uh, the answer is yes. The answer is yes, Kyle. You answered your own question. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to say, no, let's support my sister's tequila. Everyone, let's do – or you can make a joke out of it. Like that's exactly what you're supposed to do. You kind of call her out. I mean, the irony of this is Kyle's in that store promoting some store she has no ownership of to get a free hat. You know? <laughs> On fire. <laughs> Right. But she has no problem with someone else fucking up the other thing that was going to be promoted. So um, Kathy again says, no, I'm just disappointed. And, you know, believing that Kyle actually loved me. It's like waiting up all night for Santa to take those cookies. And then you see it's just your mom. She takes a bite of those cookies and says, God, Kyle's a terrible cookie chef. It's just hurtful. You know what I mean, Andy? Yeah, it's like... When you're Santa Claus and you're excited for those cookies and you find out she served you frookies instead. Remember those? Um, so, <laughs> so Kathy's just like, Lisa's like, you know what? I've been very supportive of Kathy's tequila. I had it on camera. I loved it. I talked about it all the time. So the way that this all played out, I'm sorry that I hurt Kathy's feelings. It was never my intention to do that. It was only my intention to show that given a choice... I would prefer Kendall Jenner's tequila over Kathy's. That's all. That's Listen, all. I didn't want to hurt her feelings, but if there was an option to have horse piss instead of Kathy's tequila, I would have had that. I just meant it as a hug, Andy. 
don't know why people are so upset. Um, Rena is just so full of shit, too. And I really think that Rena, if Rena really wanted to win some points, she would just need to stop being such a phony. Like, if you're going to be a villain, just be a fucking villain. But all of this fake apology... I mean, I can see what Garcelle's saying. Like, you can't even fight with these people because they just fake apologize and then they turn around and they do it again, you know? Right. And she's the worst offender at that. Just say, I'm sick of your fucking mouth and your fucking shit tequila that you don't even own. Like, I don't want to drink it. Stop making me try and drink it. Grow the fuck up, okay? Yeah. Stop and crying Rina's in nor- public because people don't want to drink your stupid tequila, Kathy. And that's Rinna's strong suit, to be honest. Like, that is exactly her kind of... That's like that's what she does best. She comes to reunions and she says, You know what? You know what? We've had a lot of that tequila. We had a lot. And it got to be, like, too much. And in that moment, you know what? I wanted to be a little hurtful. I did. And I own that. And I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Like, that's a classic Rinna moment right there. And that she didn't go for it was sort of weird. I, I think that, like, Rinna's off her game this season 100%, obviously. She hasn't been on her is. game for seasons now. It's been a long time. She sucks. So Kyle is, like, <laughs> still over there going, <laughs> like, dabbing her eyes. Like, Kyle, shut up. It's not fucking about you. And Kathy's like, well, that's true. Lisa Rinna has been very supportive. I was really thinking, Kyle's like, oh, it's my fault. It's my fault. That, just no, like everything honey. is my fault. No, no, honey. no, no, there, 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 there. It's not your fault. It's you sound your... like Laura Ingle Wilder when her no. sister got blinded. It's all my fault. No, 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 it's not your fault. You, you, it's not your fault. You're not strong enough to support your sister. That's not your fault. <laughs> Everything's always my fucking fault. Uh, yeah, Kyle, it's been 13 years. Like, maybe if it's everybody else, maybe it's you. Okay. Had, I was going to say really quickly, there was a really good comment on our Facebook group. Um, and the, I, my classic thing, I didn't write down your name, but I read it last night before going to bed. And someone said, is anyone else triggered by little sister issues here she's like i have a little sister and this is exactly what she does she pokes and pokes and pokes and pokes and then finally you respond and then like then they cry and then that becomes the whole thing and then the issue doesn't become about uh, about whatever it was the poking was it becomes about my reaction as the older sister i'm sick of this shit it was a great comment it was really hilarious but also like kind of what's happening here Yes, and it's also showing that Kyle is coming in here ready to cry and have a fit about Kathy, but Kathy really isn't giving her the proper lines to go off of, but Kyle doesn't care. She just stays on her track, right? So Kyle's like, um, this is fucking ridiculous, and I don't care that I said the F word, Kathy, okay? Uh, I mean, I didn't do anything. <laughs> we didn't even know it was going to be there. We didn't even know your tequila was going to be there. Well, that's a fucking lie. That you didn't know her tequila was going to be there. Because you set that stuff up with the venue first. Yes, of course you fucking knew everything that was going to be there. Kyle. And Kathy goes, Kyle, there's nothing to cry about, Kyle. But it is. Because I'm sick of the way I'm being treated. So it's not fair. She goes, I apologize to you. And I'm just trying to let you know where my head was at. And my head was someplace... And it was not under a hat from Wasabi Joe's. And so Andy's like, Well, I want to say this. No, it was my fault. It's not my fault. It's always my fault. 
I'm sorry about the war in Ukraine. It's my fault. <laughs> so Andy's like, okay, well, I mean, come on, Kathy. You were mad at Rinna. And they show the clip of her being like, because by the way, let's not let Kathy totally off the hook. Kathy is giving us some bullshit here too. Kathy was 100% mad at Rinna and she was mad that Kyle didn't stick up for her. It was not about, oh, I thought this was going to be a moment to promote. Maybe there was some of that, but that was not all that was going on here. So Kathy's like, no, well, no, 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 no. I didn't think that she did it on purpose. No, sure, it annoyed me. Sure, it made me want to make sure that no agent at Hilton and Highland would ever service Lisa Rinna. Sure, it made me want to make sure she could never want to stay at the Hilton brand. And sure, it made me want to kind of go over there and burn down her house. But I was just annoyed, that's all. Okay, moving on. Final night in Aspen. Kathy, what happened that night? To send you over the edge. And she's like, okay, well, I'm thinking, I just want everyone to have fun. So I go to the DJ and I say, do you have any acute, uh, alleged child molester music to play? <laughs> and um, he's got his head down with his headphones on, you know, like Paris does, because she's also a DJ. Very famous, doing very well, by the way. Barbie DJ, I started that. <laughs> and... Um, I got annoyed, so I go into this other room, and there's a manager. And so I said, hey, if I give you money, will you put on some songs for us for my friends and I to dance to? Because you look poor enough to take the money, you know? And I, it was a dollar. It was folded. Um, gave it to him. And he looked at my dollar like it was pure trash, Andy. <laughs> pure trash. Yeah. I mean, and then he said, he said, look, there's no way... There's no way we could do that. We're way too busy in here. Too many poor people that must be serviced. People that are not Kathy Hilton's, you know? And I said, well, look, I'm not a member, but I've been coming here for 30 years. And, you know, uh, they've always taken my request, not just here, but like in the south of France or London or Paris. Fancy places where they don't have shops that they light hats on fire in, you know? So I thought, I think that annoyed him. That Places that him. aren't too ashamed to show what the actual ground of the city looks like. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think that annoyed him. And so he looked at me and he said, where are you from? And I said, oh, I'm from L.A. And he said, then go back to L.A. And so I said, we are out of here. And so I go back to Kyle and I tell her what happened. Um, this, and I say, and I say, that fragment, that Goddamn fucking fragment <laughs> of my business they are losing. <laughs> that laggit. That is like are you listening to the record they're playing? It's totally laggit. Not even on not even on the beat. Fracking. We have to do something about this this the Alaska fracking. I went back and I saw my food on that table and I said, bag it. Bag it. We're leaving. We're leaving. That was going to be my next one. So, I mean, how <laughs> wasn't that our first one, you know? So, um, this story, first of all, what an asshole. Yes. Like, they serviced me in London and the south of France. Um, but, playing the devil's advocate, what kind of manager is like, go back to L.A.? Fuck you. You're the fucking manager of a restaurant. I would have had him fired if I was rich. I would have yeah, been like, like That's do Kathy you know what this men's warehouse suit just said to me in the Chafer storage room? <laughs> well, you have to – Chafer storage room. But you know what? The You have to assume that that conversation went as Kathy Hilton – 
set. Like, you know it was not like, oh, could you please put on this Michael Jackson song? Here's $5. Now we can buy you some soup for dinner. And um, you would love it. And, you know... You're too poor to understand this, but there are cities in the world like London and Paris, and they play my music, so better fucking play my music. You know it was not, but this is totally like, oh, just that's just me, Kathy Elton, just making a simple song request. You know she's right. probably vile to him. Like when you make yourself the hero of the story, you know? So she's making herself the hero, and she's still such an asshole. You know it's <laughs> ten times worse. So uh, Andy's like, so you went back to Kyle. Kyle's like, oh, yeah, and you know what? There's a reason that I said I wanted to stay because the way you talked to me, <laughs> you didn't say this guy hurt my feelings and you're more talented than Kim. You said, we're out of here. And you looked at me like, we're going to fucking leave now. Like, Why are you sobbing? Yeah. What? Stop. Just stop. You're so fucking annoying. Stop crying over everything, Kyle. And um, Kathy's like, I know. I know. Then she's like, and I said, hold on. And you know what? I'm not proud of how I acted. And I was like, I'm an adult. You cannot talk to me like that. <laughs> I I feel like if my brother were to be like, we're leaving right now, my instinct would not be to say, I'm an adult. You can't talk to me that way. I would say, oh, shit. What's wrong? <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's what I would say. Um, so Andy's like, well, what did you guys see? And Erica goes, well, I see Kathy coming from the dance floor, okay? Which is something that I do all the time, except on it. Hey, and I see, Ka- I say, Kathy, what's wrong? And she says, the DJ is an, is an old fucking F word and walked off. And, and then Kyle's But she didn't say is- F word, by the way. She said the full word. Well, she, she said, said the full word. She yeah. said bag it. You know, she's like, he's old fucking bag it and walked <laughs> off. And I was like, oh, well, that just rolled right off your tongue. Yeah, By the that's way, that's true, ma'am. She did, well, I think she was trying to go for the like, like the the shock and the the shock of it. By the way, uh, I think Erica does, thinks she how does has the F word compare privilege. to evil? By the way, how does the F word compare to evil? <laughs> we're evil. I'm just trying to calibrate with all our slurs. <laughs> I think that Erica thinks she has gay privilege because she pays so many gay people to be her friend that she can just say. The F word and it's fine. Yeah. You know, and I'm not like huge about walking around getting offended at shit like that, but she's just such a hypocrite is yeah. my point. It's like, this is the worst word in the world. Old <laughs> and bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's a lot more so offended by being called evil. So okay. um, what are you snapping down there? Oh, oh, oh you're uh, opening. I got this jelly belly soda. My friend told me it was good in the home goods. And I was like, I'll I try can. it. I, I am... You know, they don't have that in the south of France or in London. <laughs> so Erica's Erica's like, that's what happened. So Kathy goes, she's, I think at this point, if I remember correctly, Kathy now has a finger up. She may or may not, but in my mind, she has one up. And she's saying, I will admit to things I did, but I will not be painted as this monster. Just ask people in Tokyo. Ask people in the south of France. I'm not a monster. <laughs> Um, by the way Kyle hears this and her mouth is on the ground she's doing the full on Kyle as if Kyle didn't know that Erica was going to come out with this like it was already all over the blog so Kyle knew I think Kyle was just shocked that Erica would actually say it on TV you know but um, Kathy's like, yeah, I won't admit to being a monster. And Erica says, those are your words. I'm telling you. Want me to say it again? I said, fitness? I said, tag it. As in, when you take a picture of this beautiful club, make sure you tag it. So that way they, they, they know 
and tag the DJ. Listen, somebody spilled a drink and I said, rag it, rag it, <laughs> throw a rag on it and wipe it around. So um, Erica's like, well, I'm just telling you. And she goes, nobody else heard it. And she says, yeah, no, because you said it to me directly. And Rin is just giving her a look like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And so Erica's like, well, every, anyone who knows me knows I'm not lying. Okay. <laughs> Tom's house got broken into and he confronted the burglar and then he had to go get eye surgery and then my son went to help him and his car flipped five times in the snow in Pasadena. Yeah, Erica. God, and my- everyone who knows you knows that all you really care about is the truth. Listen, I am not a liar. Hold on. Hey, it's 2019 calling me. Hey, 2019. What? Oh, she's saying she's in a great marriage. And she's saying, oh, God, she just loves Tom. We're better than ever. He's just wonderful. Okay, bye, 2019 me. Right. So Kathy goes, oh, really? I think I have a little more credibility than you. And then, like, takes her, like, squashed up crystal geyser bottle and is, like, sipping from it. <laughs> if there were, like, she basically was just, like, marching in to the Olympics, the opening ceremony for the Olympics, waving the flag for for rich white lady. I have more credibility than you. She was just doing that thing. She was like signaling all her friends in, in Beverly Hills. Who are right they there. gonna believe? Me or you? <laughs> I have Hilton in my name. I have a sterling reputation. Just don't look at anything about my kids. So Erica's like, well, not, not right now you don't. And Andy goes, well... There was an investigation into this, and it came down to she said, she said, and it was inconclusive. And Garcelle's like, who investigated? HR. (laughs) Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy. (laughs) Diana. Diana. Diana's been back there with a very big looking glass. (laughs) Pencil. She said pencil. (laughs) She said that pencil is a baggage. So, um, Garcelle just kind of goes, huh, wow. As in, I mean, I love that Garcelle gives a full monologue without even having to say anything. Like, this woman came in and screamed at my fucking son and nobody did anything. Then my son was attacked by bots on Instagram with racist comments, a minor, and nothing was done. But Erica accuses Kathy of calling a DJ a baggage. And now we have an HR all of a sudden. Did you yeah. hire an HR for this purpose? Great point. Great. great. And, but I mean, all she really way, had to say way, was, Garcelle, oh, wow. And you know what? When you, when you say it like that, when Garcelle said, who did the investigation? I mean, I suspected she knew, but that was kind of, a, I think that question was her way of saying like, okay, so you had HR look into this, but not into right. what's going on with my kids. Great. Right. Got it. This trivial bullshit. You have somebody look into it. Yeah. Also, so, um, uh, one thing, a point that a lot of people on the internet are making is that if ultimately the only person who heard Kathy say bag it, if the only one who heard that was Erica, but somehow that got leaked to I know. The she's media. so stupid. That's what's so funny. They're like, what? Who leaked it? I didn't leak it. I didn't even. I mean, how do you leak things? Like, you just said you're the only person who heard it. So it's yeah. either you or Rena again, you or fucking morons. Like, right. God. How are you this terrible of a liar? It just goes to show, just like her singing, practice doesn't necessarily make you better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and just like you're singing, this is also falling flat for you. 
So yeah. um, uh, Kathy's like, isn't it interesting? Just like your albums, no one's buying it. <laughs> so Kathy's like, isn't it interesting? Nothing came out in the press about Erica walking around with a big $250,000 Cartier ring. So Kathy's like, ready. She's coming in hard now. And Erica's like, I've had that for years. And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm going around with a big crocodile bag and a fur coat. All that I've had for 20 years. And she goes, they're not yours, Erica. And she goes, oh, they're not. She goes, no, those are not your belongings. Chin down. Chin <laughs> yeah, down, Erica. Oh, the chin down was so good. Every I time Kathy it. dropped her chin, it was, like, devastating. And she's like, everybody knows that. And you have no remorse at all. And Erica goes, wow, look at you trying to save yourself. And she goes, I'm just saying to you, which is such a mom thing to do, too, right? I'm just saying to you. <laughs> do you hear me? I am just saying to you, Rondal. And it's like, what are you saying? Could you say it? Because I would like to move on with my life. But she's just staring at you. I am just saying. But also, Erica... um, Erica, again, is by her saying, I got this 20 years ago. I got this one 15 years ago. I'm like, isn't that from around the time when all these allegations started coming out? I mean, for crying out loud, don't date it to when the fraud started. She's so, like, listen, I have actually, I bought that coat in Aspen many years ago because I remember Tom just got a huge case about a gas line exploding or something like that. And then, you know, the Gucci purse, that's very old. I mean, I think I remember reading about planes falling out of the sky or something like that. It's crazy how it works out. And uh, Carl's like, I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear. I never heard that word said. So... <laughs> You can't call me on the stand to testify against Kathy. Could she have said it? Probably it's Kathy. And it's all my fault, I'm sure. It's all my fault. <laughs> There's Kyle sticking up for her sister again. Yep. And so Andy goes, so Lisa, you say to Kathy, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to take you out of this club. And Rena's like, yeah, because she's making a scene. She's making a scene. So basically, Rena takes her home. They get into the Sprinter van. And she goes, that's where it started. And he goes, what started? Come on, Andy. Come on. Keep up here. And she goes, Kathy's meltdown. Kathy starts screaming and yelling and venting and saying things that I have never heard in my life. She's so full of shit. Also, don't you think it's funny that this story is Kathy's having a meltdown. So Rinna said, let's go to the Sprinter van. And Crystal was coming too, but somehow they couldn't find Crystal's coat. And she got stuck there because her coat was taking too long at coat check. They couldn't wait in the Sprinter van for Crystal to come with them. You know, Rinna was like, step on it. Step yeah. on it. We're out of here. Because Crystal's Crystal would have been another actual witness. You know, Rinna is so fucking transparent. And Crystal's coat gets... Causes a lot of drama, you know? So uh, Kathy's like, well, I recall venting, thinking that, well, you know, Lisa Rin and I have known each other for a long time. This isn't being filmed. I felt that I could talk to you. And halfway through it, do you recall saying to me, I get it, I get it. You're preaching to the choir. Do you remember those words, Renault? And she did such a Vanderpump thing here, too. Because remember when Vanderpump was like, oh, well, why don't you just own it? Own it! Like, she did that <laughs> voice. And Kathy does that, too. She goes, don't you remember saying to me, I get it! I get it! Right. You're preaching yeah. to the choir! Do you remember those words? I'm sorry to do that as uh, the voice of a toucan coming down the Ponderosa from Cartwright City. But... <laughs> There it is. And there's a really long pause when Rinna is confronted with this. And she just does that Rinna lie face where she goes, huh, 
Mm, I, uh, mm, I don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Because you seem to have fucking perfectly clear memories of everything everybody else said all the time until it comes to you. Fucking lying, Rena. You're so obvious. Have you still not learned this from that season in Mexico when you got cornered and they said, you said Kim is near death. You literally make the same face and go, ah, hmm, if I said that, I sure don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she goes, but what I do remember is that you want to take down NBC, Bravo, Evolution, The Show, United Nations, Chuck E. Cheese, Ex-President Obama, current <laughs> President Biden, you wanted to hug Putin, nuke the West, you only love additives and corn syrup, you hate babies and puppies, you're going to outlaw food stamps. Air fryers. America loves air fryers. And Kathy wants to take them away from you. What will she not destroy? And I'm going to get Kyle fired. <laughs> and Kathy's like, Lisa, I'm just telling you. Young lady, I'm just telling you, that is not true. Oh, really? You want me to tell the truth? That's the truth. That is the truth. Really? Because when Andy repeats all the stuff that you said in the clip, you were saying that Kathy was saying, they can't touch me because I have deals with NBC. But now you're saying that Kathy was saying, I want to take down NBC. Also, right. this rumor started as Kathy calling uh, Sutton's assistant, Josh, the F word. But now right. it's a DJ. You two are just so fucking bad at this. You're bad at this. And... I kind of believe most of it. I kind of believe Kathy was a total monster and an asshole in yeah. that club. I believe I, it. I believe that Kathy is not innocent here. But um, I think the thing that is frustrating me, and I'm assuming for a lot of other people, is more that we've just seen this from season and season over and over again. The sort of hypocritical, you know, uh, the, the way this group, this, this inner core kind of goes after people and they're very hypocritical by what they what they um what they accuse their victims of are things that can be hurled back at them and and it's just like it's so frustrating to watch season after season and it always seems like they're going after after people that the audience generally enjoys and so well, it's also it's they're taking a shred of truth and then they're just going so crazy hard on it like wasn't this story that kathy said the n-word and the f-word but now they're now they're just gonna stick with the f-word at the last minute i mean they're just so full of it i can't believe a thing these people are saying but it's also it makes the, me insane but it's also the fact that on their own this group they kind of you feel like they hold back from their lives you feel like they produce a lot and like given their if, if it was just a show about this this core group of four or five people they would be it would just be about fashion and, and like making grand entrances and looking fabulous and nothing terribly interesting and so what's happening is that like you have these people that are not giving over like large parts of their lives um while simultaneously going after the parts of the show that are really enjoyable so it's just like it's like that frustration is i think the thing that's fueling a lot of people on top of on top of everything else because i think we all know kathy was probably a monster in that club let's not let's not joke uh, let's not i mean I'm, well we can joke let's not like but erica was twisted. worse erica was worse on camera and called them all the c word yeah and they're like who cares exactly kathy got mad at a manager
you know? So And then uh, they're so adding stuff that they know will get her canceled. And Erica's trying to get the only vestiges of a fan base left, the gays, to rally behind her. And I just, I'm not buying it, lady. So, so Rena's, Kathy's saying it's not true, of course. And then Andy's like, uh, you know, reads the list of stuff that Rena's claiming that she said. And he continues, um, he's... Uh, Rena's like, you said she called, uh, oh, he says, you said she called Dorita stupid, useless idiot, which, I mean, you know, you can't get mad at the woman for just putting simple labels on things. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she has her perspective on things. Uh, yeah. and, uh, then like, oh, you said Crystal and Sutton are pieces of shit. They're useless idiots. They should be fired. Can't believe I have to be around all these fucking peons. I'm going to make them go away. This is my show. And Kathy goes, Lisa, you are going to take a lie detector test right after you've cleaned your room. Clean your room, then lie detector test, okay? And you're only going to do it when they put the lie detector armband over a blazer jacket. Okay, because that's the way they work on this show. And Andy continues, I will destroy Kyle and her family if it's the last thing I ever do. Goddamn Bullwinkle, I'm going to get him. Kathy, do you remember saying any of those things? Well, I really don't like Bullwinkle because Moose shouldn't talk. Well, it's very, very, it's scary. It's very scary to my little dog. So the bullwinkle <laughs> thing is true, but the rest of it, no, none of that. And Ren is like, wow, <gasps> wow, <gasps> this is so heartbreaking. <laughs> this is and so heartbreaking. I was on the other end of this abuse. <gasps> this is heartbreaking. <laughs> and again, I, we've made this point a few times. I just want to say that even if Kathy did say all these things, this is a very classic by the numbers real housewives rant you know the like just like saying shit about everyone wanted to take down all the every everyone who's in charge i mean i just think it's 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 just a classic rant i don't see anything more than that it's i'm so, sad that we didn't get to see it kathy's like lisa i know you're having problems just i'm having problems really what kind of problems am i having kathy what kind of problems? She goes, well, I don't know. But also, I'd like to talk about the text. And she holds up her big phone. And Brenda goes, what text? And then we see the screenshot of, please, 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 do not say anything we discussed. Otherwise, it will make a huge scene that everyone gets dragged into. And that's no bueno. Silence is golden. The text that Rena was like, she threatened me. She threatened to murder me, decapitate me, and put me in somebody's bed <laughs> along with the horse head. <laughs> the so, mafia she is the mafia so kathy thinks she has a real uh she, she thinks this is this is her ace in the hole or whatever up her sleeve and she goes ace in the hole yeah ace it. in the hole that's well her sleeve is a hole okay so kathy goes <laughs> she goes well guess what she holds up her phone and 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 waves it and says guess what those texts it's not here and it kind of reminded me <laughs> of on top chef when someone <laughs> makes handmade pasta and Gail's like, it was just a little too thick. Uh, yeah, just uh, was a little thick and undercooked. And so then the next challenge, they're like, no, I want to show them that I can make pasta. And then they do it again and then they fail again and they get kicked off. That's what this was because Kathy already whiffed earlier this season when she tried to pull the, I don't have these texts, Kyle. And Kyle's like, you blocked me. That's why. <laughs> and she tries to do it again here and whiffs again, big time. Yeah, I mean, what? So she's like, yeah, they're not on my phone. And Erica goes, well, you could have deleted it. And Rena goes, I mean, I've got it right here. It's on my phone. And Kathy goes, you know what I want to do? But we never get to hear because Andy's like, 
Well, I mean, here's the text she's talking about. And you want to see my phone? I mean, I didn't want to go here. <laughs> I didn't want to go here. <laughs> now, just conspiracy theory wise, of course, those texts could be faked. You know, it could. Lisa Rinna could have just put Kathy in the phone for Erica's number or something like that. However, I think if they were faked, they would be much worse. You know, yeah. I think they would have been like Kanye West level. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Offensive. <laughs> um, if they were made up instead of Rena trying to make something out of nothing. So yeah, Kathy, I think so. I yeah, think Kathy, big fail on this one. Kathy probably thought that if she deletes them off her phone, they're deleted from everywhere. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, big, so I think big you know, fail on this one, Kathy. Fail. You're not big, really helping yourself here, lady. Not not a good like I mean again, <laughs> Kathy is not Kathy is no angel here. Oh, she's not. Okay. Well, but that's watching this not- show, though, isn't it? It's like just watching stupid people try to outsmart each other, and they fail every single time. So like, everything they're pulling out is such a fail, you know? So, actually, Rinna... So, Kathy has been controlling this narrative quite well. She's come in strong on the offense. She caught Rinna off guard about, do you remember saying you're preaching to the choir and all this stuff? Rinna comes back with some paltry evidence. Oh, you said you wanted to take down NBC. I don't think anyone really cares about it. I think a lot of people think, okay, she was just like angry and like just having a big like, and you, and you moment, you know. And then now Rinna lands this punch with it. Well, Kathy falls into it. Now Rinna has the momentum. It's looking good for Rinna. And then what does Rinna do? She just drops the ball with this ridiculous next section. She's like, you know what? I had to lock myself in the bedroom. And Kathy's like, oh, well, why did you have, like, what was, like, why did you, I didn't know you had to lock the door for me. She goes, you were having a psychotic break. I mean, how would you think I'd feel to hear you wanting to destroy your sister? <laughs> what? So, All of a sudden, so Rinna's impacted by gossip? What? Yes. What? Oh, psychotic breakdown. I had to lock myself in the bathroom. And I love that that clip has been going around of right before all this when Rinna said, I want to stay at Kyle's house because I want to make sure I can lock myself in the room. And Kathy's saying, lock yourself in the room from away from who? Me? <laughs> um, which was, you know, some interesting premonitions there. So Kathy's, uh, Kathy's like, I don't know why you would have to lock the door for me. And she goes, because you were having a psychotic breakdown, Kathy. And she's like, but I never said that I wanted to destroy my sister. I never said that. She's like, Kathy, this is sad. Wow, this is sad. How many toothpicks are on the ground, Kathy? How many? <laughs> Kathy. Kyle's like, like, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear things that are going to destroy my family, Andy. So Kathy's denying it. She's like, she's like, I never said those things. You know, I said, I feel dismissed. I said, I feel like Kyle hates me sometimes. I said, sometimes I wish it were just me and Kim. Things like that, but nothing else. I said, I love baked potatoes. I mean, there were a lot of things said that night, I'll admit it. And Ren is like, oh, really? Okay. So you didn't take off your glasses and stamp on them? She's like, uh, well, I mean, I didn't throw them because you know what? And Andy goes, you need them? She's like, I do. I need them, Andy. She's like, you threw them down and you were stomping them and yelling, Kyle! You were calling the glasses Kyle and then you were stomping on them and you were saying, you could never even act even when you were on ER with two lines, you fucking loser. I was like, wait a minute. Hey. No one from Facts of Life even like even Norma Garrett called you a dumb bitch, Kyle. 
and the way you went, pounded your fists on those doors and yelled, Wilma, Wilma. <laughs> I was so terrified. And Kathy's like, well, those glasses are in my dressing room if you want to see them. And Rena's <laughs> like, oh, okay. All right. Okay. And so Kyle's like, well, my issue is that the is that all of this spilled out outside of the, it spilled out into the group right. and inside the group. Yes, Kyle's issue with this is that it made her look bad. You see, (laughs) fucking Kyle, every single thing. So then we see the clip of Sutton saying, did either one of you leak to the press? And Erica going, what? What's a press? (laughs) Press, like a drink, like an orange juice press? Like how would I, why would, my orange juice presses, I'll tell you a lot of things. I may be broke, but my orange juice presses and it does not leak. And so Andy's (laughs) like. He's like, um, he's like, well, everyone said, like, you know, like it came from you, Erica. She goes, first off, Jack, my publicist, has represented Nikki for years, so case closed. <laughs> like, well, that's the whole thing. When you leak things, you do it anonymously, and you're covered, so that way people don't. Right. I like that they make it sound like they know. have to have the nuclear football code to leak something. You sent a fucking email to TMZ. Like, but Kathy says she does, but she goes, I don't think Jack did it. She does say it. It's very quiet, but she says it. And Erica's, Erica's like, well, I wanted to discuss this and keep it in the group. And Garcelle's like, uh, hello, nothing stays in this group anymore, you idiots. Everything's on social media. And Rena goes, that's right. That's right. Everything is on social media. That's Just, right. Lisa, you're the one doing the most of it. <laughs> I do not do most of it, Garcelle. And she's like, yes, you do, Lisa. She goes, well, when I got home that Sunday from Aspen, I got a call from someone at TMZ asking about what happened at the club. They already knew. Really, Lisa? So they knew. They sure knew who to call, huh? TMZ always oh, knows who to shit. call. <laughs> they call Lisa first. Like, do you think you're helping yourself here? <laughs> so the information that only you and Erica had, because Erica doesn't want it to leave this group, and Erica was the only person who heard it, besides probably telling you, but TMZ's calling you to ask about it. That is, that's something. Yeah. Do you even think, do you guys even think before this, at least go have a coffee and plan this shit out, okay? Right. So Kathy goes, well, I apologize to Kyle, and I go over to her house, and I decide I'm going to make Kyle happy. I will apologize to her on camera for something that happened off camera, but I'll apologize on camera. And, and it wasn't she's... only on camera. I did it as the lady who just came down the Ponderosa from Cartwright City. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled out her favorite cosplay, Bonanza. So um, Kyle's like, "Oh, I'm getting blamed for that too. I'm getting blamed for that too." Because then, because then Kathy's mad that Kyle said, "Oh, and wait a minute, you have to apologize to Lisa." So Kyle's like, "I'm getting blamed for that. I gave you the option to move forward. Like, you just admitted okay. that you were took the active role in this situation between Kathy and and Rena right here. So yes, you are getting to blame blamed for that." Yeah, Kyle, we all saw you have Kathy over and literally schedule Rena to come in right after. We all saw you do it, Kyle. Yeah. And so she's and uh, Kathy's like, well, I tried calling Rena. I tried calling her. And Rena goes, well, I had to hear it. I had to hear it myself. And she goes, I tried calling you on the phone. You just wanted it on camera. She goes, because you did it to me. You did it to me. And she's like, baby, you just wanted it on camera because your contract was coming up. And everyone's like, ooh. Sutton, Sutton starts doing a goldfish mouth. Her, She's like, oh. 
her mouth is just moving, like letting out little bubbles. <laughs> so Renee goes, she goes, oh my God, wow, wow. And Kathy goes, and you needed some drama because you fight with everybody. You fought and you drove Lisa Vanderpump off the show. And I was like, oh, I <laughs> drove Lisa Vanderpump off the show. <gasps> What? With all those TMZ allegations and radar? Oh, what? What? Over leaks? What? What you did to my sister, you've had problems with everybody. With Camille Grammer, the list can go on and on. And then saying that you've been bullied, you are the biggest bully in Hollywood and everyone knows it. And everyone's like, ooh. And uh, Dorit is like, ah. And Rena's just quiet. And she goes, oh, is that right? God, Rena, Rena really fails this reunion. You know, people saying, like, let's keep Rena because she's entertaining. Is she? She is dropping the ball. Like, this is the player that you're standing behind. I mean, she's dropping the ball bad. She just stays quiet. And Kathy's like, yeah, you're mean. And you don't tell the truth. And she goes, wow, this is sad. This is so sad. No, it's not. And you brought this song yourself, Lisa Rinna. She goes, no, you brought this on yourself. My sweet dear, you did. She goes, no, darling. You know what? This is between you two. Rinna, <laughs> yes. who's just who just screamed, you did this to me. Yeah. <laughs> gets literally dragged across the floor. And her response is, why am I in this? This is between you two. And Garcelle, first Garcelle mutters over to Sutton and goes, well, if it's between the two of them, then why is she in it? And Renee goes, what you said about your sister was horrible. And Kathy goes, well, I wish you had said that to me that night. Why didn't you just say, hey, Kathy, you and Kyle love each other. You're sisters. And Renee goes, I couldn't. You were screaming and yelling like a fucking banshee. So suddenly Rinna can't get a word in edgewise. Suddenly Rinna <laughs> is a delicate flower who can't like just can't be heard. So Kathy says, I wasn't yelling at you. I wasn't yelling at you. But to say that I would call any one of these ladies useless, to say that about any of these girls, even the tree stump and blue silk over there. What's her name? <laughs> Dorit! Tree stumps are useless. I mean, people you... make fires with them and warm poor people. I would never say anything like that. And you Renica... said you wanted to ruin NBC. But, I mean, NBC hasn't NBC gone through enough. They haven't been the same since Seinfeld. And you want to ruin them? They're already ruined. How cruel do you have to be? You called NBC a baggage. You know you did. <laughs> <laughs> and Garcelle's like, well, I want to know. You, listen, if it's between Kathy and Kyle, then just leave it alone, Rena. She goes, she attacked me. She attacked me in the house in Aspen. <laughs> oh, my attacked God. You. Attacked you. Garcelle and Kathy both at the same time go, attacked you. <laughs> and Rena goes, well, she abused me. It was abuse. It was abusive. <clears throat> Screaming and yelling at me. Abuse doesn't have to be just hitting someone, you know, Garcelle. And I, I think every, I mean, did the entire audience, we all were like, you just like, you dragged Crystal over the coals for violate and dark, saying you shouldn't use violate lightly. And here you are, you're saying she abused, abused me. me. It was abusive. I mean, oh, then this is even better because Andy goes, but you screamed and yelled at people, and she goes, so, oh my god, that's the point. <laughs> Fucking moron. This is She's why, infuriating. 
Like normally I wouldn't care if Rena was being over the top. I would actually love it that she's saying I was abused, but it's more that it's in the context of knowing how she has just like really been down with, with pylons of people for, for, um, saying for, for their word usage. And then she does, she uses a word like that in a dramatic way. And then she's like fine with it. And she's fine. Like it's that hypocrisy that, is really undermining all the things I've always loved about Rinna. So Garcelle's like, well, you're going to hurt her. And she's your friend, Kyle, I'm talking about. And Andy's like, listen, she just wants to move on. She wants to be sisters with her sisters. How do you let it go? And Rinna goes, you know what? I let it go here and now. I confront my abuser and I say, goodbye, abuser. Goodbye. <laughs> I forgive you. Fly like a bird. Well, not like a bird. That's Lois. Fly like a plane. Another fucking plane in the... Fly like a butterfly. I forgive you everything you've ever done to me. And so uh, Kathy goes, you'll really let it go? She goes, yes. Yes, I would. Cut to Rena posting on Instagram that Kathy let her daughter be raped. Right. That's true. This last week. Fucking, that's Rena letting it go, guys. That's, so Rena goes Rena right there, letting it go. She goes, "I guarantee, I guarantee you on that, and I wish you only the best." Yes, and I hope that you are able to get help for your massively abusive ways. And good luck, good luck, Godspeed, and good luck. And Kathy goes, "Thank you." So Andy goes, "Well, I think people are really questioning why you so dogmatically were trying to get in the middle of sisters." And she goes, "I was." traumatized by what happened in that house. I, <laughs> that's traumatized. That's the bottom line. <sighs> traumatized. He goes, after everything you've seen on the show, this was the thing that dramatized you. And she goes, Andy, it was in the dark. And Kathy goes, in the dark? No, it wasn't. We were sitting in Erica's room. <laughs> the dark, Andy. I thought I couldn't see where I was going. And I just heard... <laughs> I'm going to take down NBC. I didn't know where it was coming from. Then I felt cold fingers reaching my ankles under the bed. (laughs) It was the specter of the Nielsen ratings wanting to tank NBC's performance. I was outside running through the woods, through the snow, and then I felt a little red dot on my forehead, Andy. I didn't know where I was, but I knew it was about to end. Let me tell you something. I don't know why you want me to be on Kathy's side when the only one who's had upfronts here has been NBC every May. (laughs) So then Kathy just goes, it was a bright light. It was Erica's room. It was a bright light. Fighting about the word dark again. So (laughs) she goes, well, it affected me fucking deeply. Yeah. Worse than Kim. Worse than Kim. Kim didn't do anything to you, though. (laughs) You did everything to Kim. Kim literally did nothing to you. You attacked Kim for two years over her sobriety. She did nothing to you except gave you a fucking insincere, re-gifted bunny. Okay? (laughs) We fucking break. And then she's like, listen, you know, this was nothing (gasps) close to Kim. So if you really want to go there, I saw the devil. And you were a fucking monster. (laughs) And that's that. And Kyle goes, okay, guys, please, guys. <laughs> this is about me, you guys. 
So Andy's like, Kyle, were you upset when Lisa brought it to the show? She goes, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, so sad. I didn't feel like I'm always been in the middle. <laughs> and she just goes on and on about how she always gets to blame in her family. And she I never even do anything. And then when this whole thing came out, it just made it worse. And it sent me back. And I'm the one who gets hurt. It always ends this way for me. And then, and then Garcelle goes, she's like, but why aren't you mad at Lisa? And Cal goes, I'm mad at... <laughs> she, like, makes all these weird, like, noises, like, clicks and... So ridiculous. I'm, I'm upset at the position because it came out, but I'm also upset at my sister. And, like, look at where we are. <laughs> Highly rated Bravo television show now. I'm and Kathy so goes, right, it's not good where we are. It's not good. Um, so why do we not have to watch Kyle losing her shit after Kimosabi and screaming at Dorit and treating her like crap? Like, yeah. why is this all always Kyle is the victim? Second question, where is this manila envelope full of receipts that Rena made such oh, yeah. a big show? I told you that was going to become nothing. I knew it. I just fucking knew it. There ain't nothing in there, Rena. Yeah. Rena doesn't I- even pay for things. She probably doesn't even have actual receipts to anything. So Dorit, at this point, Dorit is kind of getting bored. So she's going to try to, like, give some borderline toxic positivity. She's like, but, guys, you're going to work through it. Sort of like PK with a can of Pringles. You'll work your way right through it. And at the end of the day, you're blood and family and you both want to. So maybe you'll have some bumps in the road, sort of like PK's esophagus the time he did swallow an almond joy hole. But, you know, you'll get through it. Bumps in the road. Okay. Happy times. Carol's like, I'm tired of the fucking bumps. Well, I'll tell you who's not. Picky. I said, Picky. You're sweating out of your earlobes. Stop with the bumps in the middle of the road. <laughs> so Annie's like, well, I know that Paris has been liking tweets in support of Kathy. And Carl's like, oh, that hurts me. That hurts me a lot. Oh, really? So it hurts you watching a family member stick up for her mother? You're such an asshole. So um, Kathy's like, well, she's very protective over her mother. And Kyle says, well, I need us to be in a better place. We're supposed to leave here in a better place. (laughs) You're supposed to leave here with you being a sobbing victim so that people online are like, Kathy is so abusive to Kyle. And it works. You know, I think Kyle's the biggest asshole and she's pulled the biggest snow job on people every year that she's been on this show. And it just goes to show you how easily we're swayed by people. If you're a fan of a housewife, you can be swayed by anything, you know, to to make them right. But she's right because people on the internet are like, oh, my God, Kathy is so abusive towards Kyle. Yeah. So um, Kathy's like, she's like, well, I don't know. She's because of what? Tell me. She goes, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about her, Kyle. She goes, I'm asking you, Kyle, I don't want to talk about it. And so then Andy's like, well, you've got Farrah getting married in the spring, probably with cameras. And Kathy goes, and I'm very happy for her. That's exciting. And And will your family be there? She goes, I'm sure. I'm sure they will. (laughs) And Kyle's like, so then tell me why you're upset, Kathy. Tell me why you're upset. And she's like, because you're acting like a martyr, Kyle. Like, it's all about you. Like, it's just you. And she goes, I'm sorry I'm upset, you see. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think, you know, I think that I've had so much that's hurt me and, you know, and Dorit goes, but, you know, I think she wants you to accept a little bit of responsibility in this. And Kyle goes, can I speak to my sister? 
I don't want you to interrupt right now. And it's kind of funny. By the way, Dorit was helping. Kyle's tears. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say no, I was going to say, Dorit was, Dorit was telling Kathy to accept some responsibility, right? Or was she telling Kyle to? No, she was saying, Kathy wants you to accept okay. a little responsibility in this, too. And Kyle's tears completely dried up, and her face, her cry, her stupid victim cry face falls right off. And she goes, um, you know what? Can I please speak to my sister? I don't want you to interject in this. Oh, really? <laughs> You have made your entire career on this show about being in everyone else's business. Right. And I love that your tears are gone. You phony. So Tariq goes, no problem. Well, listen, we're all waiting and trying to watch this move along. So if you could work it out, great. I need to get home and feed the picky. (laughs) Kyle goes, okay, okay. Listen, what is, she goes, what is bothering you right now? Because I have my own reasons for getting upset. And Kathy goes, I don't lie. And you know that. Do you not know that or what, Kyle? And Kyle's like, are you talking about what, what they're saying? Because I, I said I never heard those words, Kathy. I said I never heard those words. But don't you see? That's the point. You're not saying my, she wouldn't say that. Kathy wouldn't call someone a baggot. Okay? You're not saying that at all. You're just saying, I didn't hear her do that. Right. That's a big difference. If you're all, if you're the person that's being accused of this, that's a pretty big difference. And then she's sitting up here fighting for her life, basically, and you're just like, why are you doing this to me? This hurts me. It's not leave my sister alone. It's don't fight with my sister because it affects me. You right. know, you suck. You suck at this. I wouldn't want to hang out with you either if I was in your family. I can see why they all ditched your stupid ass. So Kathy's like, I'm just shocked. And Lisa goes, I'm shocked too. I mean, NBC, they have so many great shows. They've got The Voice. They've got This Is Us. They have the thing about the doctor who knows the doctor who has a tough family life. How could you go after NBC? Please, Lisa. Please, Lisa. All the taunting and stuff you're doing on Instagram, it only hurts me, not Kathy, who you're dragging through the mud. But me. And Andy's like, well, I hope you can. And Kathy just goes, we're sisters, of course. Watch me hug Kyle from the side. Look at that. (laughs) And um, so then, Andy, we leave it there. So then we get the little Chucky preview. I'm like rooting for Chucky. I can't believe it. So then Andy's like, "Um, okay, Kathy, I know this wasn't fun. So now they're on break, right? So. And Kyle's like, I don't know why you're so mad at me. She goes, you haven't said two words, Kyle. She's like, me? And then Kathy's like, okay. Obviously, Kyle just wants to sit here and continue crying for cameras. So, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, everything's my fault. <gasps> and now she's like, now Kyle's doing the whole, now it's completely done. Now it's completely done. <laughs> it's done. It's done. Paris won't be at Farrah's wedding. It's done. Backstage, I know. That's all she fucking cares about is more likes for her daughter's wedding pictures. So then Kathy is backstage and they're like, how'd it go? She's like, nightmare. And so Kyle's like, I I can't even sit here. I don't want to toast. I don't want to. I can't toast. Garcelle's like, well, you don't have to. That would seem phony. So Rinna goes... Rina, Rina's like, Rina turns to Eric and goes, we're going to get blamed for this. We're going to get blamed for this. I'm like, yeah, because you started it. You started all this madness. So Dorit goes, I just, I just don't think it's going to go anywhere good. It's, you know, it's been said. It's gone too so far. What have you got to gain? Of course, I'm talking about PK buying a party size Twix package. 
You know what to tell PK. What do you have to gain? Everything! Everything! You're a walking Skittles rainbow, PK. Do you want to be that? You're like the wagon Oprah pulled out when she lost a few. Please stop! Um, so Kyle's like, uh, Andy, literally, I can't sit here, Andy. I cannot sit here. So he's like, Doug, what do you want to do here? Kyle's a wreck. And Andy, by the way, looks like he's about to fall over. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, come on, Doug. So they decide to finish it out, and Kyle's just not going to give the toast. Because, yeah. you know, it has to end with everybody else drinking Kyle's tears. So right. we can all go home and feel bad for this fucking monster. Okay. And also, you know why else you set, Kyle? Because you robbed us of this decent storyline. Rena was finally getting some comeuppance, and you interrupted it to make it about yourself. You know? You can't even make the one good storyline of the season. You can't even let that pass. Let us enjoy that. You yeah. have to turn it all back around to us trying to feel something for you. Go away. I loved it. Goodbye, Kyle. I loved Goodbye, it. I thought it was hilarious. Kyle. Again, high camp. So Andy's like, well, you've been crying for the last uh, 13 years. And uh, you're clearly very upset with your sister. Do you feel like you two can work this out? She's like, I hope so. Okay, and Lisa, I know that losing your mom has been one of your toughest moments. What was it like sharing that experience with the world? And she's basically like, yeah, well, normally everyone else gets to grieve in private, but, uh, you know, we did it in in public. He was a fucking mind blower. (gasps) He was a mind blower. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so bored. <laughs> I just part. saw you just you're like, like oh. nothing, nothing. Everybody's out of energy. Erica's like happy with her legal progress. Dorit is very, 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 very looking. Very looking. And then um Sutton doesn't know where she stands with ladies, but she helps they can get in a better place. Garcelle deserves this beach house. And so now it's time for them to all have drinks. And, of course, Kyle's, they have the Belvedere with three lemons carcass out, and Kyle won't take a drink. Well, this and, is what's uh, so funny, is that Kyle's like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not taking a drink. I just can't do it. I just can't do a toast. So then the rest of them, they all stand up with the drink, and they all do a toast, and Kyle just does like a fist bump to the toast. I'm like, well... You just did the toast. I'm sorry to tell. You just did a toast without a glass. Yeah. So what's you should have just held the glass at this point because this just go away, Kyle. Just go backstage <laughs> and fucking cry. Okay. So then um Dorit's like, Good night, Cassell. I'll see you in New York. And then we go five minutes later. Dorit comes to Kyle's dressing room, and Kyle is, of course, still sitting there waiting for a camera to come in. Like <laughs> And Dorit's like, Okay, honey, I talk to you like a sister. And I speak to Kitty the same way. Tonight at the very end, you're not gonna resolve it. You're not gonna just wake up and lose thirty pounds because you didn't have one name name the night before, PK. It's a process that takes lots and lots of time. And Kyle's like, I don't think we're gonna fix it. She goes, no, guys, you are gonna fix it. She goes, no, you don't know. I can tell by the way we ended it. It's not, we're not gonna fix it. And she goes, listen, it's out of everyone else's hands, and it's in yours and Kathy's, and that has to be the most important thing of today, and that's achieved, and you and Kathy will handle it, and Kyle, Kyle, I will help. I will help. No, that sounds helpful. (laughs) Does anyone think you sound like a bully? This little bully there. 
<laughs> to read that great peacemaker. Um, that's pretty much it. We see Kathy go off in a golf cart, happy as can be, you know? Yeah. And um, Kyle just stands there sobbing. And then they put up a picture from BravoCon where Kathy is giving Kyle a kiss on the cheek. And it says, the next time Kathy saw Kyle was at BravoCon. <laughs> where will it go now? Like, stay tuned next season. Well, the newest situation now is that there's been an... I mean, it's soap-dish. It's literally soap-dish. It's a... It's them or me. Kathy says, either they go or I go, as in Rinna and Erica. And who will Bravo choose? The saga continues. Kathy won't be back. If she sticks to that, they're not going to bring Kathy back. I agree. I don't think think networks like ultimatums. I mean, again, we've seen soap-dish. So anyway, um, wow, what a tumultuous, crazy season. I don't know. I thought this episode was hilarious. As as fired up as we got with our, eh, stupid, blah, 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 I just really was deeply entertained by this What's whole thing. What's the anger thing. you like to have, you know? It's your sport. It's our sport. So it's the anger you like to have. Like, we've cheered Rinna for so many seasons. You know, she fumbles a bit, but she's been pretty good for so many seasons. But she's just become terrible. It's like... You know what, Tom Brady, is it worth what you're doing to Giselle at this point? <laughs> Watch next season. We'll be like, oh, my God, Rinna, icon. You know, it's always everything hits reset next season. We'll see what happens. Yes, but, maybe. Um, but Kyle will always be my LVP. And I don't mean Lisa Vanderpump, the least <laughs> valuable player. OK, Kyle will always remain. I mean, that girl really can't help herself. She sucks. But, you know, this kind of negativity feels good because it's like you scream, you boo, you throw a beer on somebody and you go on with your life. You do. So thanks, everyone, who's been here listening to our recaps all season. Um, you know, Beverly Hills, this is the end for Beverly Hills, but we got Salt Lake City on Wednesday nights. And uh, so just stick around for those recaps, too. And that show's and been others. great. So for anybody who's like, eh, Salt Lake City, uh, stop being that way. And appreciate what the Bravo gods have given you. They have given us a very good show. Go watch that show. It's great. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening and for watching. And uh, I, I really hope my audio hasn't been too terrible here in my hotel room. Thanks, Santa Fe. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva, Erica, 500 Days of Summers. She's the Queen Bee, it's Sarah Lemke. The Incredible Edible Matthew Sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo. 
Karen McMurdo. She's a good hobby. It's Lauren Hobgood. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>